and gentlemen, to Shotcast 207.RedDottle.com. I am your host, Georgie Menna, staff writer from DoorShockers.com. Joining me this week, Sonny, who just does not want to sit still. Also, returning our soothsayer, our master of predictions, Joel Tavares. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Ryan Meisel is here, too. Joel, when does the PS5 come out? Um, in exactly two years from today. <laughs> and returning again, our Star Wars aficionado, Yaris Gutierrez. Hello, folks. Hello. How is how is how is Utah treating you? Like shit. Okay, great. <laughs> That's uh, I'll keep I'll keep it I'll just keep it as uh, simple as possible. It's, it's pretty. I mean, it's it's awesome. I mean, it's it's getting bad, getting bad. Cool, cool, cool. So so video games happened this week. Ryan, give me give me a run through. Even though we're all still kind of playing The Witcher, so I kind of don't care. But Ryan, yeah, does it does it really matter that there are new no, games? I want to hear some obscure Japanese title. Go, say it. Uh, this is probably going to be one in here. Um, all right, so the game releases we have, uh, let's see. So we did this week's releases. So for May 31st to June 7th, we have Hatred for PC, uh, Massive Chalice for Xbox One and PC, Lord of Magna, Made in Heaven for 3DS, uh, The Escapists for PS4, You Must Build a Boat for PC, uh, D4, Dark Dreams Don't Die for PC, The Swap and uh, the Swapper for Xbox One, uh, and then for June 7th to the 14th, because there's only two new games, uh, we have The Elder Scrolls Online, Tamriel Unlimited for Xbox One and PS4, and Operation Abyss, New Tokyo Legacy for Vita. There, there's your obscure Japanese game. Yes. So. so nothing that's really going to be competing with The Witcher, okay. Yeah. Maybe Elder Scrolls, that's really about it. So. Nah, I don't know. What, you don't think You Must Build a Boat is going to take it? I know, or hate, or hatred, or that's telling you what to do in the title already. <laughs> hatred, no. Hatred is probably a game I'll be interested in playing, but for I mean, my very own reasons. Yeah, I mean, interested in the sense that there was all this like really crazy publicity behind it, so it's like, oh, let's see if it's actually a piece of garbage. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a piece of piece of crap. I mean, <laughs> again, I like judging games before I play them, but assuming what they're aiming for, I can only hope for the worst. Joel, what are you going with? I'm going to go with The Witcher. All right. That I don't care. Fine. You know what? Okay. <laughs> Ryan? <laughs> uh, I'm actually I'm going to go with uh, D4, because it looked pretty fun on uh, on Xbox One and weird and bizarre. So uh, and I don't have an Xbox One, but I'm sure when it's out on PC, I'll check it out. Yeah, I mean, it's good to see, because I think that game only sold like 10,000 copies on Xbox One. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Like, <laughs> and, yeah, it was some insane number where, like, you know, where he was on Twitter, like, yeah, you know, I wish Microsoft helped us out a little bit in marketing this game. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's a good thing, you know, more people should be able to play, because I did review, and I actually really dug that game. One of the only few games where it's like, okay, I see the Kinect is useful, because, you know, you have to swing a mannequin's arm like a baseball bat on an airplane to knock down a, you know, criminal. Are you okay, man? <laughs> not big in D4, are you? But, anyway... I like the art style bit. It looks it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I mean it's it's a silly silly game. It's you know the guys who made Deadly Premonition. So if you want that kind of humor or just that kind of weirdness, yeah, that D4 is for you. And it's episodic. So there's a prequel in Episode One and Two. But I don't think, uh, like I said, only sold ten thousand copies. So I don't I don't foresee an Episode Three and Four coming anytime soon. That's uh, sad. Well, yeah, you know, Joel. Now that I have you here, I want to congratulate you on another prediction. Oh, who me? Yeah, me? just Mr. Mr. Industry. Look at oh, you. What? I'm gonna I'm gonna start calling you Michael Pactor, but I think that might be an insult. So I'm not yeah. sure. Please don't. Yeah, don't don't downgrade me like that, please. Pactor's not that good looking. Jesus. 
So if you guys know what I'm talking about, Joel was on a few weeks ago when we were talking about uh, uh, Konami's craziness happening on the corporate level. And if you see me fitting over here, it's because my dog decided to attack my arm. So uh, we were discussing what what what, could, what is Konami doing? They pulled PT. Uh, Silent Hills is, doesn't exist anymore. Uh, they told Hideo Kojima to go home. Um, so we were saying, what the hell's happening? Are they going to stick with gambling machines or, 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 or health spas? Joel says, we're, they're going to go mobile, I bet. And lo and behold, they released a statement saying that they were shifting their focus to mobile games and the mobile market. <laughs> Joel, how does it feel? I, it feels good. I love being right. If there's one thing I enjoy, it's being what right. The, what, what was the indicator? They, All right. They were going to go mobile. So something there. You know what the it's it's I think it's twofold, right? So I think it's it's um it's the where the market shifted to in Japan, right? Because that's where it is right now in terms of just how it works for them and gaming and, and a lot of a lot of people there are, are commuting on on rail and you know have you know a long a long trip to and from work or whatever. But it's that in combination with. That like old school, I don't want to say stubbornness, but like that old school. Well, we're in Japan. We we're, we've pretty much made the industry, so we know what's what's what, and it, this is the way. Ego kind of deal. So I, I don't, you know, I don't want to say nationalistic or whatever, but it's it's that sense of like we're the, you know, we're the granddaddies of this of this business, and we dictate how it works, and this is how it's going to work going forward. <laughs> they're basically saying it works in Japan, so it's going to work everywhere, and you can, if you don't like it, kiss their ass. Yeah, and we all, and you know, and I guess you know, from a publisher standpoint, just the the rising price and game development and mobile games is just a lower what? risk. Oh and yeah, yeah. There's, there's just money everywhere. It's like you know, you release a Metal Gear Solid CCG game on the iPhone, and that's going to make them a ton of money, and that's only going to cost them, you know, what maybe under a million as opposed to the. I'm only going to assume that Phantom Pain is probably maybe one of the most expensive games. Yeah. Development wise, up there, you know, well into the. I, I, do we want to say over a hundred million? Maybe. I don't know about that, but I'm sure it's up there. Probably. It's, 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 I, think it's, I think it's definitely over a hundred. Yeah. I think it's definitely over a hundred. Definitely. And it's like, so how many copies of that game would need to sell for it to be, you know, quote-unquote profitable? Where, you know, do we get into another Tomb Raider situation where it's like, hey, we sold three million copies, we didn't even break even. And it's like, wow, then what's the point? <laughs> right, and, that, and that's what it is. Now, uh, an interesting tidbit today, um, I don't know if any, like, listeners or you guys uh, follow, like, the technology side of things, but uh, today was Google I.O., which is basically their developers conference. Mm -hmm. And one of the big points that they made today was, that there are 3.1 billion, that with a B, activated Android devices in the world. That's insane. What? That's nuts. You know? So, as as we are in this current like console generation, and that the uh, you know consoles are literally flying off the shelves as fast as they ever have, if not faster. I mean, the PS4 and the Xbox One, respectively, are off to amazing starts. Right? There's like 30. Five million consoles out there, according to Take Two's last financial yeah, report, like something, yeah, something really crazy. They projected even more, where it's like, yeah, yeah. but it still, but it still doesn't even compare, like with that market. You know, you're talking right. for, for consoles, you're talking maybe a couple tens of millions versus three billion, you know, potentially. So, right. you know, obviously the market's much wider. Right. So if you're talking about a console in one out of every three American homes, you know, after after like a ten year life cycle, yeah, there's like. Seven Android devices 
in each of those homes. You know, so it's like that, that you can't even compare them, honestly. So um, all the you know, you just need one good title to take off. It doesn't even have to be that. It doesn't have to be good. It just it just move. It just has to move a couple units. Your development costs are a lot lower. Your licensing costs are a lot lower, and the margins are higher. You know, you're not making that that big chunk up front, but the money you make over time is just stupid. And you know, yeah, I mean, it's it's also easier to market a, a game for five dollars or a dollar than it's to market a game for sixty dollars. So the profit margin is much larger there, especially when you say when you consider again three point one billion users using a mobile device compared to the 31 million. I was going to say, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. Um, I, I had watched like a video of like a recap of today's announcements, and that's one of the things that uh, Sundar Pinchai, the uh, the head of, I totally butchered his name, the head of Android, that was one of his announcements today. So I was just like, that's crazy. Yeah, so I mean, you know, and I know when, you know, I guess the, the hardcore gamer, this is stuff they don't want to hear, but the reality is... Because they feel threatened. They feel yeah. like, oh, uh, you know, don't mess with my hobby kind of deal. Yeah, and, and the thing is, you know, and they don't want to hear it, but you know what? This decision was kind of made looking at the bottom of a spreadsheet saying, like, whoa, we can make more money doing this than doing this. That's right. Well, at the end of the day, it's business. I mean, yeah, and, well, that's pretty true. understand it. I mean, we, we can be as angry as we want to be for PT not being released or... You know, development stopping, but at the end of the day, they are a company first and foremost, and they're the people that they care about mo mo above all else is their shareholders. So yeah, and and there'll be other games. It, it's not you know, it's not like uh, yeah. I, I think what we're gonna see is a decline in these so you know, in these uh, quote unquote like triple A games where you know I don't think we're gonna see that many. You know, like what you know, what's a give me a triple A AAA title that's always been on point every year. You know, like you have your Metal Gear Solids, you have your God damn it. You got your Call of Duty, your Metal Gear Solid, your, yeah, your Assassin's Creed, like your... Those, those tentpole games that, you know, you know are going to sell X amount of copies. So it's like, at some point, it, there's going to be a decline and a fall, you know, and a fall. Like, Assassin's Creed, and I think we're kind of seeing it now. I don't, you know, people don't trust oh, Assassin's Creed. Oh, just now? Just, just right now? Yeah, but the thing is, like the, the overhead for development, I think, in games like that aren't very high, considering that they pretty much regurgitate the engines and a lot, a lot of the assets. So I don't think like it's not, it's not like you know, like The Witcher Three, where they have to build the engine or re, you know, build on top of it per se. Right. A, a, a lot of the development costs is more expensive when they first release a new engine and a new game for a new for a new generation. After that, the cost goes, they just, they just go down. So I mean, it's easy for them to, you know, to release an Assassin's Creed as it would be for them to release another AAA game. Yeah, and then and we were joking or, or earlier about, hey Joel, when's the PS5 coming out? And it's like, you know, these costs going up. I, you know, I think they're going to make this console generation last as long as possible, just because the, the next one is the last physical yeah. thing. No, yeah. that's it. This is it's it's games as a service. Mm -hmm. Take or leave it. This is going to be. I, I whatever. Get your Sony box and you can stream your Sony games and then get your Xbox box and stream your Xbox games. Get your Ubisoft box and stream your Ubisoft games. <laughs> yeah, I think I think what I mean Joel brings up a good point that I think with this generation they're not they're, intro they're introducing, but I think they're weaning a lot more aggressively uh, the digital market uh, to to gamers. I mean that's I mean I, I honestly only have one PS4 game on disc and Joel can tell you I'm a big collector of video games. All my PS4 games are on digital. And it's funny you mention that, Yaris, because uh, speaking of digital, uh, our own Joel Tavares wrote a lovely editorial about just, <laughs> guys, let's just go digital. I, I think I, I'm paraphrasing a bit, but uh, I, I think that's what uh, Joel was trying to say. It's like, let's, let's, let's embrace this digital lifestyle and just go no. 
Blade Runner Matrix. Just jack me in. Let's go. Now you, you know what it was though. Like I, I mentioned the piece though, what spawned that was after we, it was that earnings call, and I, I go to the comments, and everyone's like, "No, no, I'm not doing this." Like, <laughs> like it's just like I don't, I don't understand. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, you know, what, what does it take for you to realize that it's, it's a good thing to have? Like, I, I don't know. But Joel, I like to crack open the, the cellophane wrap and smell my game and know this is my game and I can yeah. trade twelve dollars anytime I want. Yeah, I think I think that's what it is though. I mean, from a consumer perspective, I think the ability to actually to own it, to actually have it physically, is what, um, or the prospect of not having that option is what pretty much annoys some people. And I think I mean it kind of annoys me at, this, at the same time as well because I like collecting. I like collecting Blu-rays. I like collecting video games. So not having that option, in the, or to think about not having the option in the future, it's kind of saddening, or saddening, saddening, wow, the fuck am I speaking? It's kind, of, it's kind of frustrating, I guess, to think, but I think Joel, puts, he brings up some pretty good points yeah, in, then, his, in his article. And then it's funny, because, you know, this generation with the PS4 and Xbox One, all that disc does is just verifies ownership of the game, because you're installing the game on the hard drive anyway. All you're doing <laughs> is just getting an extra verification process on there. And <laughs> I think I think it also um, you know when you look at it compared to uh, the whole you know PT and Konami scandal where I think that's kind of a good like you know not not to like deflate Joel's point but just to kind of like be a counter argument against you know digital games where it's like you know Konami has been has removed the game from the servers and you can't re-download it so PT you know basically like myself and all the other people that have PT downloaded on their PS4 like if you delete it it's gone because you won't be able to re-download it you won't be able to replay it. And, uh, you know, I think it's just one of those things that does kind of show, like, one of the more positive aspects of physical games, where it's like, you know, well, you know, my digital games, I don't know if they'll work in 10 years from now or however long, from if they'll even be accessible anymore. Yeah. Right, because the issue with digital is that after, some, after a certain amount of time, and obviously I hope they don't do this, but they usually tend to cancel services. I mean, you see that all the time with MMOs. People invest all this kind of money, for example, like Warhammer Online. This is a pretty bad example, but people <laughs> invest all this money into it, and at the end of the day, you know, Two or three years later, up oh, or stop. You know, we're gonna stop uh, supporting the game. You can no longer download or play it, so you're pretty much screwed. You spend all this money, and you have nothing to show for it after that. You sound like a disgruntled Matrix Online patron. I think you're upset. I think you're oh, upset. Man. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I, I actually hated Warhammer Online. It wasn't my favorite, and Matrix Online was even worse. George, I don't know why you, why you even mentioned that game. <laughs> but I mean, I, thinking about Matrix Online just. just I mean, I'm just like, yeah, I wish I got into that. I don't know why. I don't. Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, as of right now, it's it's kind of it's kind of difficult to see us going digital because there are so many limitations. You know, you have disk space is one, uh, internet connections is uh, you know, bandwidth is another one. So I mean, there's a lot of limitations right now. But considering how we're going forward and how technology is advancing, um, and how dirt cheap uh, storage disks are becoming, I don't. I don't disagree with you all that digital is probably going to be the norm uh, at some point. And you know, and it, and it should be, and it's going to come down to, uh, and it's going to come down to a moment of, like you mentioned, disk space, internet speed, you know, broadband. Some people just have crappy broadband where it's like, we've we've tried downloading Xbox One and PS4 games, and man, do they take a while sometimes, especially on the PS4 yeah. side where it's like, hey, I'm, I can't wait to play this game tonight. It's like. You're not gonna play it tonight because you gotta download it for five hours and then you gotta patch it. <laughs> so you might be able to play tomorrow night if you're not. <laughs> yeah, but the, the kind of argument with that though is the kind of argument with that is nowadays you have to install games. 
So you're still sitting around waiting like a douche anyway to play the game. Yeah, but it's coming True, off. True, but, but, but it goes off a disc, which is generally faster than relying on an internet connection, depend, depending on what your connection's like. Guys, so. guys our, our consoles can actually wait for it. Can preload the software before the game is even out. It's a beautiful thing, guys. It's a great yeah, time I mean, to be alive. I mean, if you live if you live in fucking Arkansas, I'm sorry. You know, I apologize. No, I, I'm gonna side with Joel here. Preloading is amazing. That's like, come on. Witcher three, and with then the Witcher was in my underwear. Yeah, and didn't leave my. House. <laughs> what is that? CD Projekt Red was like, listen, we're gonna we're gonna spot you seven bucks, and you're gonna give you a game early, and you don't have to do shit. Yeah. I'm like, what? Oh, I thought no. I thought I did something, and I was just like. Oh, did I? Is this illegal? What did I do? Like, <laughs> this is awesome. And yeah, I didn't have to go to GameStop at midnight or do something silly like that, or wait for my Amazon shipment in the morning. Or sometimes you get lucky and they'll ship it on a Sunday, but then they forget. And now you have to go pick it up at the post office. Like, no. Yeah, like, it's, it was so nice. Digital is awesome. It like, was so nice, I, folks. I really, people, people just hate change. They, they, yeah, that's they, that's what it is. People hate change. I mean, people. You know, when from DVD to Blu-ray, you know, me and Joel remembers when I, when I was first collecting and how crazy I was with going Blu-ray, and some people just didn't want to make the change. Same thing from VHS to DVD. People did not want to go from VHS to DVD. Yeah, my, but, my, and I feel like, I, I feel like the the more apt comparison is to music. You know, to to going to iTunes and going digitally there. I feel like you know games are kind of going in the same sort of direction where you know like yeah, that's a perfect example actually. Yeah. Like, I, I haven't bought a CD in who knows how long at this point, because everything I get, I either listen to through Spotify or something like that, or just download it through iTunes. Because, you know, you're, you're paying for the convenience, and I think the biggest, like, uh, uh, point that people have against it is, like, well, it's the same price. And it's like, yeah, I get that, and, you know, it's... And you can, and you know why it's the same price because why would Microsoft or Sony shoot themselves in the foot and undersell their retail partners at GameStop, Best Buy, Target? Like they would never ever do that outside of like, hey, it's a Memorial Day sale, all these games are half price. But because uh, they still need these play, these big box retailers to sell their consoles and their controllers and all their hardware. So you know, so what you have to do is if you're going to make the same price, you have to make it more alluring to me as a consumer, where it's like. Oh, Oh, I can preload this, and then right at midnight or 8 p.m. Sometimes I can play my game ahead of time. Oh, EA Access, I can just play. I just download it and play it five days in advance. That's awesome. So yeah, I mean, I I guess people are just like, well, I don't see a box. It, it, are you gonna charge me? Say you gotta cut the cost. Of, I'm like, guys, a box costs like eight cents. All right, <laughs> not doing anything for the price. Just like let's let's get over that and we'll, we'll be okay. I, I I do see a games as a service. I do see that for happening. <laughs> you know, they just download the game and like print your own jewel case for it and put it on your shelf. There you go. You know what? They should do that. You can go right to the site. <laughs> they should do that and be like, hey, if you want to print out the artwork, go yeah, here. Yeah, there's a PDF. You can do it. Was it a massive... I think it was a Bioware game where you were to print out, print out like alternate covers. That was what... Uh, you could download like FemShep and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah. Just, oh, look at that. There. Stop complaining. But... Uh, <laughs> It's funny, we talk about convenience. How many times, and this happens to me once or twice, where I want to play a game, I realize it's not in the system, and then I have to get up and put it in, and then I just say, you know what, I just won't play it then. Has that happened? <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is by far the laziest shit I've ever heard in my life. George. I wanted to play Dragon Age the other day, Inquisition, because it's one. Of, it was a review copy, so I didn't have a... Uh, when I got it, it was for review, so I don't have a digital version of it. It was a, a CD. And uh, my tower of games is over there, and my Xbox was down here, and I just turned around and I just said, 
screw it. I'm just going to play more Witcher. Like, <laughs> I, if it was digital, you can just go, you poop it down, and you know people complain about space. I, I don't know how many games people play at once. I'm actively rotating around two or three games uh, at any given moment, and I know that doesn't take up all my memory. So, you know, I, I don't mind re-downloading something if I'm advanced. I'm like, ah, do I, do I want to play some FIFA 15 at some point? Sure, I'll keep it downloading in the background, but... Yeah, I, I, I guess I'm a hoarder. Even digitally, I'm a hoarder. I have, like, 60 games on PS4 for no reason. No, get rid of it, man. It's so liberating, man. <laughs> I got rid of all my box of games and controllers and crap, and I was just like, oh, I have digital versions of this. Why do I have two copies of fucking Army of Two? Like... It just it's just, it's great, man. It's it's so liberating and you just get rid of all that crap and oh it's beautiful. Unburden yourself, Yaris. I don't know, man. Again, I, I think it just it comes down to be nostalgic too at the same time. I mean you know, we were we come from a, from an age where well, nineteen eighty five, nineteen eighty six when Nintendo first came out mm-hmm. and we were just collecting. I mean, that's what me and Joel did. We collected games and we swapped, we we lent to each other. And with digital, the, the, that's the issue with digital platforms is that you don't have that option to actually lend, lend your friend a game. Well, yeah, because I, you know, the unless you well, have Steam. Well, well, yeah, well, the publishers wisened up and be like, well, no one's buying these games if one person keeps lending it to all their friends. So I could see why, you know, the, the businessman George, in his suit and cigar, says like, crash around the DRMs, they should all pay for everything. Don't share couch co-op. Fuck that guy. Give him next Xbox Live. Get his own copy. Yeah, and I mean, and that's that's kind of where the issue lies as well, though. I mean, because I guess it feels like you're you're taking away your freedom, and that freedom is you know you being able to take the product that you own. Obviously, you don't you don't own the game, but you own the right to 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 play it, I guess. But just being able to actually lend it to somebody, or you know, like like Ryan said, ten years down the line, if I do want to play something, and I do have you know, I can buy a retro console, or I do I still own the console, I could just pop the disc in and play it. We can't say ten years from now PSN is going to exist. I, I would not be surprised. I think the, the digital rights issue is going to be a problem 20, 30 years from now when, you know, when, when yeah, when a Microsoft or Sony just decide to, now, we, why would we want to support this? And then, like, who then scoops up these rights and these services? Like, you know, will it just be, like, an Amazon or will GameTap come back and just said, hey, man, do you want to play all your classic PS3 games? $20,99. What's, what's the PS Now price for that? Uh, per month, uh, I think it was like twenty twenty dollars or something, this like right around there. Okay, well, yeah, that's not too bad, and I and I guess that's one way of kind of keeping the old stuff alive. But is uh, I, but they don't have PS one or PS two games yet on PS now, do they? Uh, not I. I don't think so. I think that they're planning to, but I don't think that's uh that's part of the library just yet. I want. All right. <laughs> Guys, GameStop is releasing retro consoles again, or they're, they're encouraging people to bring in the retro consoles to resell them to people that actually care about that. Yeah, that, I mean, that's awesome. It, GameStop needs to figure out a way what they're doing, because I think GameStop is kind of like reading the tea leaves and going, they're going to go all digital at some point. So this whole used game thing is not going to help us out anymore unless we go older. <laughs> and yeah, and I, and I think people yeah. will... I think people will, you know, how much are you willing to spend on a refurbished Super NES, Yaris? Nothing, because I have a Raspberry Pi, just saying. Okay, let's say you want <laughs> a refurbished SNES. How much would you pay? If, if For SNES, the most I would pay for an original console, if it was, like, brand new in a box, probably 250 300 Okay. I'd pay that. Yeah, that's... No, I, I don't think they're going to sell new. Uh, I, I'm thinking these are going to. No, be no, 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 they're refurbished. But obviously, for a refurbished console, sixty dollars at most, I'd pay for one. But if it's a brand new box, again, as a collector, I'd, I'd pay. 
wanting to pay for it, but yeah, I mean, it's you, free for sixty bucks is more than most I'd probably even. I mean, you guys have kids. I know you guys are going to start when you start on their video gaming regimen. You're going to start. You're going to start with the classics like Genesis, Sega. Like, no, no, no. You can't touch the PS4. You have to earn your. Oh no, work. yeah, no, no. I, I read really, me. Honestly, God, I mean, I had the discussion yesterday. I told her when Mark <laughs> older, he is starting with Nintendo. Like he's going to start from the from the very beginning where I started. Dad, this isn't even HD. Composite hurts my eyes. Oh, I'm going to get a CRT TV just for that purpose. <laughs> <laughs> oh. A little one, too. One that's, like, this big. And well, just... Yeah, with the VCR in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's jump into news. Since, uh, the, the, so what's the moral of the story? It's going to happen, so just shut up, right? Are we okay with that? Yeah, Basically. I guess. Yeah. Basically, sure. <laughs> just deal with it. <laughs> okay, guys. The internet's not burning. It, it, you'll, you'll be fine. Uh, all right, so let's just dive into some news headlines. All you Witcher people. Ever? No, no just me. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm playing Witcher, my good man. Okay, okay. You guys are on PC or Xbox One, PS4. Uh, PC. You're also on PC, Joel. PS4. Oh, PS4. PS4. Well, have you guys noticed? Well, just Joel. That the text can be somewhat small. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Somewhat. Very. If you try playing The Witcher on a regular TV and playing it from couch distance, oh, you, good luck. you can't not. read anything. Yeah, you, you need to be this far away from the screen in order to truly enjoy The Witcher. I, I play in my living room, so it's a big-ass TV there. I don't really play a game in the bedroom. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, small on a, it's small on a big TV. Yeah, that that just like reminded me of uh, when Dead Rising came out, and it was in that weird. Oh, that was the worst. God, that was. It was such in that a, weird. Uh, like uh, not everyone had HD TVs just yet, so they had a they had this fun this weird go between, and whatever messages you saw, you couldn't read the text, and I was just like. Yeah, I I had that problem in Dead Rising because like the they formatted the text for HD TVs, but I had an <laughs> SD TV at the time, so the text was literally this. I could not read it at all on on my little SD TV, so. Yeah, so so there's a huge patch coming in this week that is going to uh, increase the size of the typeface, so it should it, you should be able to read it, including subtitles, because I figure that's probably useful too, because people you know they they need to read the things on the bottom. I do that. So the the patch will also feature on the Xbox One will do a frame for, frame rate lock at 30 and remove a save problem, and this will hopefully go live by this Friday tomorrow. Uh, if you're watching this, it happened already, hopefully. Uh, there's a bunch of new PS4 stuff that went there because on the PS4 you can complete some quests and not get EXP, which I think sounds like an issue. Wow. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, there, it seems like there have been some pretty like game-breaking bugs for Witcher. Like Between that and there was the... Um... The uh, the suspend mode uh, bug in Xbox One, where people like left their consoles uh, in suspend in rest mode for a while and then tried playing it again. The game couldn't save or they'd lose progress. So there's some pretty pretty that wacky sucks. ones. So and that game yeah. save system is super fucked. Like yeah. it, I, I hate the checkpoint system because it it doesn't auto save when you meditate, which is annoying. Because I feel like if that would be the best time, because you're meditating before a fight, you boost up your stats. Not an auto save. It, 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 it auto-saves, I think, when it fast travels? Yeah, that, that, in that case, like I would do what I call the the, uh, the Bethesda save game method, which is where you save after everything, where you just save, 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 save. Wait, are you playing... Wait, George, what are you playing on? I'm playing on Xbox One. So I had that weird suspend mode where it's like my save. Oh, that's weird, because I, like, when I go to do my manual saves, because um, I, I still do a manual, mm -hmm. I feel like when I go in there, though, the game logs like my last five things. 
Mm-mm. Really? Uh, yeah, because I was doing a mission where I had to kill a rock troll for ro- for. I need to get legendary forging crap for a forger. So I so I remember saving at some point. I got to this village. I meditated. I was like, cool, I'll meditate. And then I, you know, got on my horse for like five ten minutes, and that's eh, all pretty and stuff. I go to this cave. I fight this troll guy. He kicks my ass. I'm like, oh well, what a bummer. I remember meditating right before I fought him, and the save took me back to where I fast traveled. And I had to do that all over again. And then oh, I kept forgetting. Crazy. Oh, that's crazy. And I kept forgetting to save before I fought him. That's so insane. No, no, that's like crazy. Times. I've, I've actually had, I mean, not that quest, but I had one uh, early on. Which one was that? Um, so it's one of those, the campaign missions where basically you have to go into like a temple and fight one of the, the wraiths or whatever. Hmm. Um, and every single time I, because I, I died a lot that night, I was very frustrated. But every single time, it would literally pick up right from there, and there was a lot of stuff before that. So that's, I want that's crazy. I wonder if it's an isolated thing on Xbox One. I don't know. But I guess everyone's, everyone everyone has different issues with the game. I've noticed. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Well, particularly the saves. I'm not a huge fan of the save system in that game, just because it's. I've come from playing a game like Dragon Age or you know any Bethesda game where every little thing you do just kind of saves anyway. Oh, you see a new building. Save. Oh, you just walked into a house. Save. It's. I want that. Save everything. Bullshit. Uh, but yeah, yeah so, same so, mission, so, Witcher Two, though. Uh, yeah, but I like. I think if you're playing it on the PC, you're already doing an F. You know, I remember playing Witcher Two on PC and F5ing or uh, quick saving all the time. Like every time I did something just kind of particularly new, or ooh, this new item, or if I knew I had a choice coming up, particularly right in the before. Three uh, at the end of Act Two, you have to make a choice, and that completely changes how your Act Three is. So I remember saving like right there, and then saving at the new place, and then saving in the alternate place. Uh, y- yeah, that's I'm 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 a notorious like kind of auto saver. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, if you're playing The Witcher and having some issues, you know your your cries have been heard. Uh, CD Projekt Red, who I think has been doing a fantastic job of just addressing all any and all issues. And you know, I I I want to nominate them for like developer of the year just for being super cool and you now DRM. They they, they, have, they have been really responsive. I actually I'm actually quite impressed because a lot of a lot of company. I mean, not that all of them do it, but they're not. They usually take a while to patch things up. I mean, these guys are on the ball. I, I guess because they're our PC company, so it's like maybe it's more P, maybe it's a PC centric thinking where it's just like they're on kind of always working on the game. Because that was that's what I thought the issue was like yeah, with, the, with that typeface. I was like, clearly this game was designed for the PC, and that was just kind of like an oversight where it's like, ooh, what if people play this on console? What's gonna happen? Like, I, to me, I think they're like a PC first kind of company, particularly when you yeah. see. Yeah, like, I mean, both both the previous games were were pretty PC focused and came out on PC first. So you know, I think this is still even though Witcher Two did come out on Xbox later, I think maybe this is still a little new to them to, to be, you know, having this mindset of develop, keeping, you know, console development in mind, too. Yeah, and this, this got me way more excited for uh, their cyber... What was that game? Cyberpunk? That, uh... Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we see something like that at E3. There's a, or is that too far? Well, they, they, well, they said that you won't really be knowing more about it for quite a while, because um, they... Yeah, they actually they said... Um, that this year and next year they're going to be focusing mostly on Witcher stuff. Um, okay. So probably not for at least until tw- 2017 we'll know more about it. So it's still a ways off, but okay. it sounds cool. Yeah. They're also already in the process of doing Witcher 4, from my understanding. Good. 
Good, more Witcher. I want more. And they're also releasing movies, or the movies are in talks. Yes, I want I, more. Just more Witcher. Just, it just inundate me with just Witcher nonsense. I love it. I'm gonna change my son's name to Geralt. <laughs> the White Wolf. Parenthesis. <laughs> uh, Geralt of Rivia. All right, what else we got? Uh, NCSoft, those lovable Koreans. Uh, they aim to be the key leader in Western gaming, guys. Hey, the go- the gloves are off. They want to expand to cl- cross-platform and mobile. Uh, they they're they're going hard, and you know these were just these free MMO guys, and I'm kind of curious to see what uh the projects that they were were these were these uh, the City of Heroes guys? You'll, uh, I'm trying to think. They they have like a ton of MMOs under their belt. And yeah. yeah, that's all. That's that's what they do. That's like their thing. And I just assume that it just make they just make nothing but money. Like, <laughs> right, let's see what they have. Uh, Wildstar, Lineage Two. People are still playing that. Guild Wars Two, Guild Wars One. Blade and Soul, and wow, Ion. Remember that game with the, with wow. the elves and the wings and stuff? That, wow, who knew? They're doing expansion. Holy balls. Okay. I also hear that, uh, I think actually it was released today in the press release, Wildstar is actually going free-to-play. Yes, that was actually my next uh, news bit. Wildstar is going free-to-play. Wasn't Wildstar that game that Boston was covered in during PAX? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was, that, that was uh, the firefall of uh, PAX that year. Yeah, basically. Okay. Like <laughs> We're in beta, guys. We're in beta. We're coming out soon. Yeah, that was that game was in beta for a long time, and then I think when it came out, it was very just, long time. <laughs> and, and then you know it came out, and it was like a totally serviceable RP, you know, MMORPG. Like I, I don't think it, uh, I don't think it like it didn't have all the flash of like say like the Star Wars one when it came out, or like you know what was another big MMO that like. Uh, yes, Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, there, was a, there was a lot of fanfare. Wildstar was just like, hey, man, we're here. Remember us? And we were like, oh, you're not out? You, I thought you were out. Like, when, I, when, when, when Wildstar released last year, I just assumed that it's been out for years because it was in beta for God knows how long. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, free-to-play, that, that seems to be the model. You know, release your uh, monthly subscription MMO and then, uh, you know, reel them in and then go free-to-play once you see... The, once, once the red line goes down here and then the straight line is here, you go free-to-play and then this goes back up. Well, at least they hope so. Yeah, but, it, it, but, it, but it's so funny because um, just the money you make and, like, right now, like, you know, Star Wars Your Republic is doing, doing great. Are you squeaking over there, my man? What? Go, go. Well, part part of it I wonder is even if, if it's just a um, just a, a downward trend in MMOs in general because I know uh, Activision or Blizzard I know said that like you know WoW subscriptions have been way down since they've or at least it. like it's they've lost like a third of their uh, their user base or something like that. Well, it was I mean, a pretty big chunk. Once the general was released, I think they went up to I think I want to say ten or eleven million. It was around dropped, there, yeah. And they dropped three million. Yeah, it was it was a pretty significant portion, you know. And then you look at Elder Scrolls, uh, Knights, or, uh, the Old Republic, you know, all these games going free to play. I just wonder maybe if it's just like kind of a, kind of, you know, that that the MMOs in general are just kind of people are losing interest in them in in that model. So I don't think people are losing interest in MMOs because I think people still love MMOs in some way, shape, or form. Like to me, Destiny is like an MMO, is an MMO light. But I think it's just people have more options now. Where it's like, hey, you know, I yeah. can go in and do my, you know, if, like, if I've been playing Warcraft for 10 years, I think I might be on the ball and be like, I think I want to try something else. What's this DC Universe game about? That's not going to cost me anything to try out. 
Yeah. And, and I think at some point you're gonna find the MM, the free MMO that kind of like tickles your fancy. So it's like, oh, there's a Star Wars one. Oh, there's 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 one where people shoot each other in the face. Oh, there's one where we're medieval knights. Oh, I like this one. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's an MMO for everybody. But I think like I was a big I was a big WoW fan, and I and I literally kept playing until about like three months ago, four months ago. And it's, I mean, as as a player, I, I think one of the things that this is just MMOs in general that uh, kind of suck is that the games do feel kind of repetitive. Um, it's either that or they're catering to a specific crowd that are not the crowd that they were once catering to, which is quote unquote the hardcore gamer. Um, I mean, they're, I, I, I get that they want to make the games easier to lure in more potential subscribers, but at the same time, they're pretty much forgetting about the core gamers that actually helped establish that, you know, that following. So, I mean, me myself, I've lost interest in MMOs. So, I mean, and me and you, George, we spoke about, you know, playing Star Wars Old Republic, and I still play from time to time, but I think right now it's just, I'm more invested in, uh, I don't know, PC games and console games right now, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, and I would love, and we, we were joking about, like, oh, we should totally get back into, just do a Star Wars, come back in a month and see what that's like. But there's a time investment in MMOs that, like, I just don't have anymore. Where you know I get more immediate feedback doing three or four matches of Mortal Kombat, where it's like, hey, look, I won, blah blah blah, as opposed to, all right, this week I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get the level ten, and next yeah. week, yeah, and, and that could definitely be, you know, that's definitely a factor, you know, as a dad now and as a man, that you know, as I work in crazy hours, I don't have that time to put into the MMOs. You know, I yeah. want to come in, I want to play quick and dirty games and get it out of the way. You know, yeah. if, if, if ten years ago, absolutely, I was able to do that. Twelve years ago, absolutely, because I had nothing to do with myself. I go to work, come back, and sit around, jerk off, and play on mouse. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Why don't not, not, not in that order. All, all, that order. all at the same, same time? That's impressive. Uh, you know, those night elf chicks at World of Warcraft are saying. <laughs> you can play World of Warcraft with one hand. It's not like... <laughs> we, should, we should move on before this gets gross. Like, <laughs> oh, it hasn't already? It hasn't? <laughs> it could get worse. Anyway... <laughs> uh, but but yeah, MC Soft, good for them. Free MMOs, that seems to be a thing. Good good good. No one has money. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I, I, and I think the f MMOs is targeting the free MMOs are targeting just a new audience, where you know the younger kids who don't have any cash but want to put in the Warcraft hours, but I I can't scrunch together fifteen dollars a month. I think this works for them. It's kind of like why a kid only plays, you know, you ask a kid what they're playing. Oh, I've been playing Minecraft. Well, do you want right. to do the game? No, I like Minecraft. I, I, my mom got me $20 of server time on this, <laughs> creepy, on this creepy guy's server. I'm going to play that. Oh, oh okay. But like, I think that, yeah, I think that's what's happening, though. I think, I think you got those games that, like those Game of War games and, you know, those... Uh, uh, what's well, Game Awards one with Kate Upton, right? Um, yeah. yeah what's, what's the other one? What's the other one uh, that, you get, that you get class, nonstop Facebook notifications class, for from all your uh, friends? Cl Clash of Clans. Clash of no, Clans. Yeah. No, is it Clash of Clans? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah or Farmville or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like too. you know, and I, th I think that I think the mobile games are the ones that are pushing are, are the ones that are actually making a dent on that kind of like model, hmm. and and maybe that's people are seeing it more acceptable. I I don't know. I don't know. No, but, uh, I mean it's a good point, you know. I like what Bethesda's doing though with the sixty bucks, uh, you know, pay once or whatever. Because I'm sure they probably looked at analytics and said, you know, the average subscription lasts, you know, three or four months until yeah. they get tired. So you know what? They're gonna take as much as they can off the top. Why not? Why not? 
it, it makes sense, and it's a model that makes so much goddamn money, because in in in, in uh, and and I wish I can remember where this article came from, where they kind of broke down. Uh, I think it was Funcom, the guys who did Age of Conan, where they broke down how much people are willing to spend, on you know, because if, if, if you just have a monthly subscription, it's always fifteen dollars a month. Right. But if you go free to play. But then you start charging people for a bunch of cosmetic gear. That's a dollar here, two dollars there. Hey, maybe extra inventory slots. Maybe they want like times two exp, which is seven dollars. Before you know it, they're like, hey, we have people spending thirty dollars a month now, and they don't even notice because they're spending like three dollars the first of the month, and then they get paid. And it's like, oh, you know, I can buy some more gear, or I can, I can buy a couple more hairstyles. That seems fun. Or I can buy some boosters, and then they they were noticing like, hey, that you know that fifteen dollars is now thirty, forty five. We, we, the, I think the idea is they want to get those whales that are just kind of like absolutely crazy. It's like I put ten dollars into my Clash of, Clash of Clans account and my, my my guy's unstoppable. And it's like, yeah. Then and that's and then you make it free because you can want to give to as many people as possible. And I'm like, hey, you know, a million people playing fifteen uh, paying fifteen dollars a month is great. But if you have two hundred million people paying like <laughs> one, two, three, four, five dollars a month, it's even better. That's a lot more money. <laughs> Yeah, let's... I mean, just even making... They didn't even have a subscription. I mean, the guy that created Flappy Bird made $50,000 a day. Just off of ad impressions. Well, he's giving us a dollar, right? And he made, he made his money on ads or something? Oh, they, oh, yeah, it was, right. was free. It was free. Yeah, $50,000 on ads. $50,000 a day, my man, on ads. Do you know what that is? Yeah. He lost his so, mind. I, you know, I would lose my mind, too, if I made $50,000. He, tur he turned into, he turned into Dave Chappelle. He has to walk away from the money. Yeah, sometimes you have to. I would not do that. <laughs> You steal assets from a Nintendo game, you make the money, and just move on, all right? Just <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, he stole the assets. Let me let me put that there for the pipes. Like, uh, hey guys, Xbox One people, games with gold—they're free games this month. Woo! I mean, hey, uh, what is? Oh, oh, wait a minute. So one of these games has been free for two or three months already now. I know. I saw that and I was like, LOL. <laughs> so the first is Massive Chalice, which is actually making its console debut, and it'll be free for Xbox One owners. Massive. Um, I actually, full disclosure, I put, uh, I kickstarted that one. I put, oh god, I put in a hundred dollars for this game. Wow. Wow. But, well, let me explain why. Because the backer reward was you get to create one of the families in the game. It's kind of very Games of Thrones-ish where you pick a family and you get to like uh, marry off people and be a, be a mate and you have a big house. So yeah, there's a House George in there somewhere and you can pick it right from the start, <laughs> which is amazing. And it's got a motto and my own little castle. And yeah, so I can show up as an I can show up as kind of a random... Everyone has a beard? Yeah. Wait, so is there a House of George? Uh, yes, it's awesome. Uh, is it really? Huh? Yeah, okay. I, I would. I, I'll link it on my Twitter or something, so that way you know. I, I think I'm actually gonna just, I'm gonna download this game just for that very reason, just because it has a house of George. <laughs> well, yeah, if you have an Xbox One, it's free, so might as well go for it. Uh, also, Pool Nation FX, which is weird because I did a uh, joystick with George a few months ago. Well, yeah, no, that that game I think has been available on Games of Gold for the last like two months. So <laughs> they're kind of they're kind of cheating that one a little bit. Yeah, I think, they are. But, like, uh, what game is this? What game is this? Uh, pool, pool Nation, pool Nation, FX. Pool Nation FX. It's a uh, pool game, and uh, but yeah, it's been on Games of Gold for the last like two months, free. Well, and I don't think they know what this actually. I don't know what they know. I don't think they know what to do with this program because you know, because we you know we found out from Michael <laughs> Pactor when you give these games out for free, you actually have to pay the developer or the publisher. 
For, it's oh, not yeah. just them giving games out for free. It's, it costs them some money up front because the publisher, you know, technically if you're giving out something for free, you're not making any money. So someone down the line has to pay for something, and that's Microsoft paying. Okay. Microsoft. <laughs> so it's Microsoft who has to flip the bill. So I figure they're just going out for, like, very cheap indie games. It's like, hey, you know what? Hundred people are gonna buy this game. Here's a thousand bucks. Can we get? Or, or they're going for you know Assassin's Creed Two, like games that have been the bargain bin for the last like four years. So, right. Funny you mentioned that because Xbox 360 owners will be able to finally get Just Cause Two, a game that is fifteen dollars brand new and under ten dollars used at GameStop.com. Actually, let me look that up and see how much Just Cause Two is because I'm <laughs> sure it's still there. It might be easier for you just to go to GameStop and buy it instead of just wasting <laughs> time downloading it, but let's see. It still plays for 360. Oh. They, they, must have made, they must have made that announcement with the games with gold and they like, got all that like feedback, like people like screaming at them, like, hey, these games are already free. Yeah. And like, wait a minute, what do you, wait, so you're telling us Sony gives away free games? Like, for real? <laughs> <laughs> yep, just cost 10 bucks. So, so yeah, I mean, save yourself some time. You can go buy it. But you'll own it digitally, meaning it'll be on your hard drive, guys. It's the future. I'm not going to buy that shit, then. I, I just feel bad, because usually, like, because usually Microsoft and Sony both kind of announce their games at Golden PlayStation Plus games all the time, you know, like, around the same time at the end of the month. And PlayStation's always like, bam, we got this, bam, we got that, bam, we got this. And then Microsoft's just kind of like, here's some hot garbage, you know? Yeah. It's like, basically, it's like... Since the overwhelmingly positive response, here's more pool, guys. Uh, yeah, because yeah, PSN is doing uh, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes for free. That was pretty fun, funny to see though, because people were like, "Oh, great! I get a, a free demo for my for my <laughs> PS4." So you got to make up for not being able to download PT anymore. Here's your free demo. <laughs> Thanks, Konami. And then finally, good, good, is, good guy, uh, Konami. And uh, and Thief, a game that is actually out on PS4, Xbox One. Uh, 360 owners will be down with Thief for free. That's three brand new. Uh, yay, Thief! Not a great game. So I, I'm still one of those people where whenever I see uh, all the games for gold in the uh, PSN, I I go to the website and I just start downloading them and purchasing them right off the bat so I don't lose out. Because I don't own a Vita, but I still buy the uh, the free Vita games that come up on uh, the PS Plus program every month. Yeah, no, it's worth it. I mean, down the line. So I I, I kick myself now for like not doing that before I had the PS4 because I was like, oh man, I could I, I missed out on like a couple like some some good games there. But stick it to the man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, games of gold. Uh, that's done, guys. There was a seven minute Batman gameplay trailer that looked awesome. Comments? It looks uh, cool. I, 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 I have not seen it yet, to be honest with you. I was busy trying to watch uh, Kung Fury. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably, we'll, it looks like we're going to have to talk about Kung Fury in a bit. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. This, it's a seven-minute trailer. It's on our website, DualSockers.com. We should go for video game news and other nonsense. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of Batmobile stuff. So it's him blowing up drone tanks because, you know, Batman doesn't kill. so can't have I got a code for it for my PC after I bought my other graphics card. And I'm wondering whether or not I should pick it up for console instead. I mean, obviously it's gonna look probably a little better on PC, but I'm I'm gonna get it for PS4 because I'm sure my PC probably can't handle it. Um, but I, I I'm excited to play it. I mean, like uh, maybe a little less so because I, I just played Origins recently and I wasn't too thrilled with Origins, but um, Origins but, yeah, Arkham, bad. that's why. <laughs> yeah, I know Origins was not great, but uh, I, I'm excited to play Arkham Knight. It looks cool. Well, I, I yeah, think I mean, I'm, 
Arkham Origins wasn't even created by Rocksteady. No, I know that, but I think I'm just, in general, kind of getting burnt out on Batman a little bit. Like, just a little bit. Whoa, 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 Ryan. What the hell Break did you your just back say? like Bane did, all right? <laughs> I'm going to beat the shit out of you with a stick like Joker did Robin. Uh, well, I know you're going to do that already because oh, I said that I, I hate Revenge of the Sith, so you're going to oh, do that anyway. But well, that, that, that's who. That, that, when the side, let's not get back into that. But, hey, hey, Revenge of the Sith. But, but uh, Batman, yeah, Arden, I, like, cool. I do like the uh, the Batmobile stuff. Looks really cool, so I'm excited to try that. Uh, yeah, because you'll be, you know, you'll shoot out of the Batmobile, you'll glide, and you can call your Batmobile like the Witcher can call his horse, and the Batmobile will just kind of show up, and you go in the Batmobile. Uh, so in the George, trailer, is that, is, is that your dog biting your sex toys? Yes. <laughs> Does not like when we talk about video games and just says, mah, 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 "Fuck you guys," but. Uh, I, I think I am just. I do really want to see the like the ridiculous videos people are gonna make of the Batmobile just wrecking shit, basically. It's like where you're just like fighting dudes. The Batmobile will just crash through a wall and just take out a bunch of guys and stuff. It'll be cool. But I'm sure there's gonna be some pretty ridiculous like nonsense that happens because of that too. Yeah. So the the trailer has you uh, saving Poison Ivy from Scarecrow's thugs, and then you throw her in the trunk of your car and then drop her off at the police station. Which okay, which looks like it's gonna be a. Uh, I'm thinking that's what's going to happen in the game when you have those cases where you have to, like, oh, what's Deadshot doing? Let me go stop him, throw him in my car, then drop him off the police station. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a gameplay element going on in there. But it's cool. Like, it's, it's awesome. Like, he opens up the back of his car, and he just... All right, Sonny, stop doing that. Thanks, man. Uh, but, yeah, he opens up the back of his car. It is, like, a chair with a harness in there, and he just throws him in there like it's a roller coaster. And then the car just kind of sucks him in, closes him behind them. And then you just you're really watching this video now. It is, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a little crazy. It was a little crazy, yeah. But yeah, they're 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 going nuts. Uh, the and there's also a lot of combat in there, so you get to see Batman fight like 20 dudes with like no problem. He threw a, he threw a propane tank at a guy's face. I'm like, he's dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you detective vision, that person would be like, oh, unconscious, and I'm like, no, 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 that, that man is. So Batman looks good. Uh, Joel, I know you're a huge Mortal Kombat fan. No? Okay. Uh, uh, Yaris, I know you're a huge Mortal Kombat fan. Absolutely not. Oh, fuck. I was when, I was, like, when I was like 12. Ryan! I nope. know you have the Mortal Kombat dragon tattooed on your arm, so... Nope. No. If it's not Smash Brothers, I'm sorry. <laughs> he so had to mention it. He had to mention it. Look at George's face. George's face is... <laughs> Uh, so Do you want to look away for a second, Joyce? Because the new Amiibo came out. I don't know if I want to give Ryan like, 10 minutes to talk about it. No, no, no. It, co it comes out tomorrow. Not today. Uh, yeah, so. Speaking of Amiibos, did you see that a truck of Amiibos was hijacked by thieves? I did, and it was pretty ridiculous that like it, it, that we've, we've gotten to this point where now there's like... <laughs> well, it wasn't that. It was also... Uh, Max, where I the think it was, currency is Amiibos, and that's... <laughs> Yeah, well, actually, speaking of that, if you haven't seen it already, uh, first, go see Mad Max Fury Road, because it's amazing. Uh, second, there is a uh, parody video someone made where it was Mad Max Mario Kart, like, uh, where they took the trailer and added Mario Kart, like, sound effects and stuff, and it is amazing. It's really, really <laughs> funny. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I saw that article about uh, the, the truck that got, that had Amiibo and, like, and Splatoon copies, and it got raided, and I was like, really? This is the point we've gotten to now? Like, people are going to die over plastic figurines? Um, that, yeah, that's really ridiculous. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it, 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 it felt like a Grand Theft Auto heist. Like it's so. Yeah, that's, that's that's what it looked like when I saw it. Was I was like, there's gonna be a mission in GTA now that they're gonna add. Rockstar's gonna add now to to that game. It'll be great. 
but yeah, this this was a truck containing uh, Inkling Girl and Inkling Boy Amiibos. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever read in my life. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Harry Splatoon. It's it's a hot new IP from Nintendo. <laughs> what? What do you want from me? Here, 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 here. Okay. Now, just out of curiosity, just let me ask you: Amiibos are just action figures? Is that is that it? Uh, in theory, no, yes. In, uh, in, in, in theory, I mean, uh, how, you, well, how scientific the, can we get? The idea is uh, that you're you're supposed to use kind of like Skylanders and and Disney Infinity. You can use them in games to like mainly for for Nintendo stuff. They like either unlock new content or uh, like in Smash Brothers, you use them and they summon like special computer characters and things like that. So they're used to interact with different Nintendo games and do and do different things. But you can use them across multiple games. They're not just like one per per game. Interesting. Toys to life, man. Pretty sure Al has like fifty thousand of them already. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it's our generation's Jordans. I've got I've got six of them so far. I don't know if I'm gonna get many more, but I've got a couple. How, how? I do want to get Mega Man. Oh uh, yeah, Mega. I actually Mega Man was the first one that I saw because uh, occasionally I'll go to Nintendo World Store in New York and I'll just browse and. Uh, they had Mega Man and Sonic, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to bite, because <laughs> Mega Man's is really cool looking, so. I'm just picturing Ryan, like, window and then, Amiibos. Well, the, well yeah, I, that was the One thing. Day, was like, cause I'll get before, you Meta Knight. <laughs> before then, I didn't really want to get, well, I have Meta Knight now, but anyway, uh, it's like, I, I didn't really want to get Amiibos, and then I saw Mega Man, and I was like, that opened the floodgates, because then after that, I started getting them, so. Wait, these stupid things are 20 bucks? Yeah. No, they're uh, they're $13. They're thirteen. Where I'm looking at Amazon right now is twenty one ninety four, nineteen ninety nine. Well, that, no, the, the regular price is twelve ninety nine. Some places it depends because certain Amiibo are harder to find than others. So yeah. Rockman yeah. is yes yeah, nineteen dollars nineteen ninety nine. Okay, that's, I'm adding to my car actually right now. That's yeah. probably that's probably an import one. Somehow Ryan's toxic hobby has infected Yaris. It's not my toxic hobby. I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I'm literally <laughs> adding it to my Amazon car right now. I'm lying. I'm dead serious. Well, well, how did we get here? I don't know. I just wanted to talk about Mortal Kombat, and somehow I ended up talking about Amiibos. And and somehow, and somehow they're in Yaris's yeah, car. I'm, so, I'm sorry. That's my, that was my fault. <laughs> I'm really upset with myself. Uh, I mentioned Smash Brothers, and it went downhill. And you so know, I don't even care about this Mortal Kombat story anymore. Tanya's coming to Mortal Kombat next week. All right? I hope you're happy. She's a yep. yellow ninja. Okay, I'm sorry. What's, what's, what's up with Mortal Kombat? Go ahead, George. <laughs> Express yourself. Fine. Kanye, the yellow ninja, is coming to Mortal Kombat next week. Yeah? Anyone? No? Uh, I'll be excited when Predator comes, but for now, I'm not really excited. So, so out of three out of four people give zero shits <laughs> <laughs> right now about Tanya and her yellow suit. So, <laughs> sorry, George. Tanya is a slender, gloomy oh, woman from Edania. Originally, although I, although I did hear that the game is actually really good. I know Mortal Kombat is fantastic. It's and I'm good. actually tempted to actually buy it because I haven't played Mortal Kombat for years. It, it, it is a good Mortal Kombat game. Uh, before you start, you should definitely like YouTube all the cutscenes from Mortal Kombat 9, just to kind of it catches you up really really well with uh, the current game. Because uh, if you haven't come to Mortal Kombat in a while, you're gonna boot up that story mode and be like, "Who the hell is Cassie?" <laughs> the last Mortal Kombat I played was like Mortal Kombat 3. Yeah. So when you get introduced to the Combat Kids, which is which is the dumb name people have called the the main four characters, because you got Jax, uh, Jax's daughter. You've got uh, Kung Lao's nephew, and Blind Kenshin's son is in the game, and that they're kind of the main cast there. Doesn't Johnny Cage have a good daughter or something, too? Yes, yeah, it, him and Sonya Blade got married, had a kid, and then got divorced. And she, it's really... It's, it's actually written really well, and, like, you know, the... 
it sounds like they kind of, you know, they, they wiped out all of the lore in Mortal Kombat 9 because they do some crazy time travel nonsense. So they, like, X-Men Days of Future past it where it's like, listen, we know this story does not make any sense. We're just going to wipe that slate clean with some really funny deaths and we'll be good. And, yeah, they, they did that really well. And, um, yeah, good good on you, Mortal Kombat. Tanya comes out next week. If you have the, uh, the Combat Pass, which is their season pass, you'll get it for free. And you also get some costumes. Uh, I, 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 you know, Jason came out a while ago. He's pretty good. I like, I, I like hitting people with machete. That's fun. Uh, but yeah, that kind of took the steam because, goddamn it, Ryan and your amiibos. <laughs> and, and lastly, more Batman news because I, I, I love me some more Batman's. Uh, they're pre-order skins, guys. Aren't you excited about pre-order DLC? <laughs> no. Wait, for what game is Ark- Arkham Knight? Arkham Knight, yes, Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, they're they're everyone's got their own pre-order bonus, but uh, they, they 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 released one today. It's called the Gotham's Future Skin Pack, where it's got the uh, it's got the Dark Knight, Frank Miller's Dark Knight, or Ben Affleck's Dark Knight, it's the same goddamn costume. It's the the Dark Knight Returns is the it's the costume from that. Very nice. It's, 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 so it's the big hulking with the big fat bat. And we also have a really weird-looking Batman Beyond skin. It looks pretty badass. And then there was also another uh, uh, pre-order bonus on the PlayStation 4 that has uh, Batman from Justice League 3000, where in this one, this uh, Cadmus takes the DNA from the, from the original Justice League and grows new Justice League members, but they're all assholes because they haven't lived through what the original people have lived through. So their Batman is just kind of like, meh. Because his parents never died. He's just he's just a dude. And then their Superman is a jerk because he was never raised by, by Ma and Pa Kent. So he doesn't have the values that Superman has. And that's Sonny, stop kicking my cable, all right? <laughs> but uh I'm actually looking at the pack for now you mentioned. Uh wow, that Batman Beyond one looks pretty pretty awesome. Uh yeah, and then that same uh Batman Beyond uh the same uh Justice League three thousand skin, that's also gonna come with the Adam West Batman. And also a Batmobile skin that didn't show off yet. But wouldn't that be cool if you could do the animated, like, that car just turns into the animated series Batmobile, which is that super long, like, crazy, like, it, it looks like a boat, but on wheels. Like, I want that, guys. I don't know about that uh, Dark Knight Returns Batman. He looks pretty overweight. It's a little, yeah, it's, it's a little, uh, the, the, like, because someone mentioned that, and I was kind of like, I feel like, because Dark Knight Returns, the art style was really, like, kind of exaggerated, so I feel like this is kind of the compromise they had to make to make it look like Arkham that Knight. Was, it looks so, absolutely disgusting. He should just be yeah, called Batman. He does, he does yeah. And how, like, someone said that the bat, the uh, Batman logo on his chest looks like a rectangle with, like, little Batman <laughs> ears on it. Basically, it does, kind of, but... Yeah, I'm 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 yeah. definitely gonna do the Batman Beyond skin. That looks really the Batman cool. Beyond one looks pretty cool. I like the Dark Knight Returns one too, just because I love Dark Knight Returns. But it is a little like a little weird looking. I can't play with a fat Batman. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's weathered Batman. <laughs> All right, and, and, and before we get to what everyone's playing, Ryan, what the hell is Kung Fury, and why should I care? <laughs> uh, so Kung Fury came out today, uh, and it's basically I guess the the elevator pitch is it's Far Cry Three Blood Dragon the movie, as I've said to other people. Um, <laughs> but it's a uh, it's basically um, so it's a short film uh, that just released today. It has premiere on YouTube. I think it's going to be on a TV channel. I think this week too uh, as like a TV premiere. Um, but it's a uh, short film that got, uh, did a Kickstarter in end of 2013. Uh, and then it just came out today. It's a half-hour short film. But basically, yeah, it's this, like, 
short film that basically is every action eighties action movie cliche and and everything you could ever imagine in one ridiculous it's so, movie. It's awesome. And it's, it, it's awesome. great. It's really it's really fun. Um, mm. you can watch the trailer, but honestly, like you know, it's on YouTube now, so you can just go ahead and watch it. It's it's great. It's a really fun. If you, you love like, it, Joel? no, I haven't. It's uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, it, it's pretty ridiculous. That's great. Yeah, there's a, there's a GIF online that has the main character in a bandana sunglasses firing a gun from on top of a Ferrari that's flying through the air. So pretty much it takes everything from your childhood that was amazing and puts it into 30 minutes. Yeah, and then there are other wonderful things, like there are laser raptors, uh, and then his... his uh, Kung, Kung, laser raptors, Ryan. Kung, yeah, uh, and then Kung Fury's uh, partner is Triceracop, who's half uh, human and half Triceratops. Uh, okay. it's, it's pretty great. And then he runs into Vikings, and I'll just, I, won't, I won't spoil anymore, because it's just worth experiencing for That's pretty awesome. approx- approximately 32 minutes and one second, so... Oh, oh, okay, great. I'm I'm sold. I'm gonna watch it. Uh, Joel, what have you been playing? What do you think, George? The Witcher. That's it. Hearthstone. <laughs> uh, just The Witcher. Well, when I've gotten the time I, to. I'm liking it. You, you weren't here for a big Witcher discussion last week, so uh, I'm, I'm where, not, where are you so I'll, far? How do you, how do you feel? I'm, I'm really like, I'm still very early in the game. I played probably game. like I probably played like like ten hours, and I'm literally like a level five, like a level six. Um, I learned the hard way uh, not to take on quests that you're not ready for. Yeah, you'll get owned that's hard. <laughs> no, because you know what they, you know what you do is like, let's say you go into a town and you pick up, and this is uh, this is a uh, pro tip. Uh, if you're gonna start The Witcher and they tell you to go to the board of the town and pick up all the extra quests that you can do while you're there, um, when you log those quests, like the game immediately like starts you on one of them. So it's like, oh, go go save this guy, whatever. So then you're gonna start the quest, and you're not gonna actually check in your log what level it is. And then you're going to start the quest, and you're going to get owned by giant spiders. So you're going to learn the hard way that it pays off to hit that, that options button and go take a look at what you're getting yourself involved in before you go adventuring. If yeah. not, you're going to get owned a lot. Yeah. My, my pro tip is to read the bestiality. Be- bestiality. The bestiality. <laughs> His dog is biting on a sex toy, and so that's what he's doing. <laughs> The bestiary. <laughs> the bestiary index, where it, it tells you the weaknesses of all the monsters that you're facing. So, yeah, sometimes you'll fight a noon wraith and you'll be like, why is my sword not doing any damage? And it's just, because you got to lay it in a yard and trap, you moron. Yeah, you only figure that out by actually reading the thing and it tells you the weakness there. And then there are books that you can buy that will just kind of tell you the weaknesses already, so you don't have to, like, discover the monsters and then they'll come up. Right. But, uh, but, but yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of fits, fits and around back into your menus and stuff, which I, I wish there was an easier way of doing it, but it's, a, it's already a lot better than how The Witcher 2 did it, because the way The Witcher 2 did it is when you, do, when you take a contract, you actually have to go find a book about werewolves, and then once you read it, then yeah. you'll get, like, a bonus damage against werewolves. This yeah. one is a little bit more different, where it's just like... If you kill one, you unlock a weakness. If you do some some Batman vision stuff, you'll you'll it it will tell you when you go when you go read its profile and be like, hey, its weaknesses is 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 a igni, a smoke bomb, and and crossbow or something. And th- that that will save your life. And uh, yeah, oh, I was gonna say one thing I wanted to tell well, say also because you're talking about like um, having all these things at your disposal. I love that the game starts out and it's like, hey. Have all these abilities. Knock yourself out right from the beginning. Yeah, it's yeah. not like let's go do this BS quest. Let's go waste an hour so you can learn this skill that you're gonna need for the rest of the game. Well, let's go learn. You know, 
it doesn't like uh, games like God of War have that 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 uh that piece of them where it's like let's go get this like chest hand, plate, have to handhold you through for a while, right? Let's go get the gauntlet, let's go get this, let's go, and where which is more like hey hey here's two swords, a crossbow, and five abilities. Go have fun. Yeah, you're a Witcher. You've been doing this forever. Like Geralt is almost a hundred years old. He's, right. He's like, no, he, he knows what he's doing, all right? You need to know what you're doing, because this guy knows what he's doing, all right? Don't make him look bad. I like that. I like that a lot. But, uh, but, but yeah, Witcher, Witcher is great. But uh, that discussion is, do you feel like, are you going to finish Witcher through, or at some point are you going to get, like, distracted? Because, you know, we were joking. It definitely it, has that It definitely has that same, like, Skyrim kind of like, yeah, you, you know, I'm going to go save this world. i got to go save uh, Ciri, uh, <laughs> but I really got to get this cat out of this tree for this lady. <laughs> So you know, I mean, it, it, that's it, it is. It's the nature of the beast. But you know what? Um, I held off on buying Dragon Age um, mm. because I, I've wanted a game where I can kind of just like not have to worry about who's online and just enjoy it. Right. I feel like everything I've played in the last year, it was always like it's better with friends. Where and it's like I, it's good. I don't have to depend on anybody. I can just turn on the console. And, and just well, well, Dragon Age just has those co-op modes, but the yeah. main main game you can just kind of jump in, but yeah, but I, I just I knew The Witcher was coming, and I know that they're you know they're be listen CD Projekt Red for, in my in my own my opinion I do not represent the website I think they beat out uh, Bioware at their own game you know and Giuseppe said that in the past I really think The Witcher I, I think uh, CD Projekt Red puts together a hell of an RPG they they uh, I think world building I think. The Witcher 3 is amazing. Um, it is, yeah, Dragon Age is a little bit like up its own ass as far as... <laughs> it's, it, it's huge, it's sprawling, there's a lot of political nonsense happening, and everything they say is so serious and the most important thing ever. The Witcher, it just kind of... When you play The Witcher, you feel like he is just inhabiting this really messed up world. And, and maybe that's the benefit of, like, he kind of knows how bad everything is. He just knows, like, hey, my job is to kill... I'm, I have to save this girl, but also my job is to kill monsters and make some money on the side. I, you know, and, like, he doesn't really choose sides. Like, I love the quests that are just kind of, like, you, you have to pick a side. And, like, both people are kind of jerks. So yeah. Geralt's a girl's an asshole, man. Geralt, he, he just wants money. He doesn't give a shit. He's like, yeah, yeah my cat is... Ge like Geralt is basically the hitman version of the dude from The Big Lebowski. Yeah. The world is <laughs> the world. And he's going to make decisions, but at the end of the day, it's like, he's just going to be him no matter what. He, he wants his money, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, he doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit what happens. Words to live by. There, but there's so many uh, dialogue options, but literally the option is, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what you people are squabbling. Well, Scare my money. Scare my money. Somebody, I'm going to move on. All right, I, I, I go withered. All right, I, God, you, like you people are annoying. But uh, but yeah, I'm 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 digging The Witcher too. Uh, Ryan, what are you playing? Uh, I haven't really had a lot of time to play a lot lately, just because of work. Uh, here, we busy here we go. Last week or two, uh, a little yes, a little bit of Smash Brothers, George. I knew you were gonna fucking do so. this. <laughs> it's like just on my bus, but uh, no, mo mostly at home. I've just been playing a little bit of uh, Destiny with the the House of Wolves expansion. Is really all I've been had time to play. But uh, I'm gonna. I started uh, The Witcher one last week, so I'm gonna dive yeah. back into more of that this weekend. So I know that that made that made Yaris probably really happy. So. Uh, I'm yeah. proud of you. I am proud of you. <laughs> By the way, I mean, how are you, how are you enjoying the Destiny? I mean, like, like Al and Joel. Sometimes they hop. I see them like hopping on and off the game, and it's hard for me to get back into it. And I don't know if it's because I'm not playing with other people, or I mean, uh, how's it? How's the new expansion? I mean, is it is it worth is it worth it? I think. I think, so. I think it's. I think it's finally good. 
Uh, I mean, it's des it's still Destiny, so you know whether whether you like it or love it or hate it or anything in between. Like, I think it's still the same. But uh, I think House of Wolves, from what I've been playing so far, seems like it's definitely a big step up from Dark Below, which a lot of people saw was kind of uh, uh, just you know just kind of more the same. Like it was just a couple extra missions and there wasn't a lot of content. But I feel like House of Wolves does that, and um, I also like House of Wolves. I think because it, it makes a lot of changes to takes out some of the grindiness of Destiny a little bit. So it's it's just it gets you leveling a little bit more quickly and it, it, it um, you know, there's more reward, I think, involved in that. Um, but I've been enjoying it because, like, Destiny, I've kind of been, like, I'll play it for a while and then I'll kind of drop out again and I'll play it a while again, you know, and drop out. So, But, uh, yeah, I've been playing pretty regularly since it came out a couple weeks ago, so I've been, I've been enjoying it. Dude, what That's you gotta cool. do, Ryan, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm just, I swear I'm gonna strangle you when I go to New York. I'm not even kidding when I say that. <laughs> all these fucking games you play, you just don't, just don't play The Witcher. Like, just leave all these games alone. Look, you have all these games. Leave them alone. <laughs> just play The Witcher. Just do that yourself that favor, please. Stop the bullshit. The, the Witcher one, I think... I think the way you're going to do it is going to be kind of interesting because you're going to see the progression and, like, like, all right, The Witcher one, it's, you know, it's a decent kind of computer, you know, PC RPG mm -hmm. when you think about it. And then you just see the evolution going from Witcher 2 because Witcher 2 is phenomenal but still had some problems as far as, like, yeah. the combat and just kind of, like, the really cumbersome menu. Yeah, I, then, I like, I thought about going... And it's going to be, like, mind-blown... They yeah, still need to fix some things. But yeah, I mean, yeah, like, it's, it's a it's a really big transition from Witcher One to Witcher Two. I mean, for one, like Witcher One, I think they were using BioWare's engine, or is it was it BioWare's they, engine? Uh, for, yeah, it's it's BioWare's engine for yeah. Never One, no, Never One tonight for Baldur's Gate, <laughs> and they pretty much created their own engine for Witcher Two. So when I saw like Zoltan, when I saw his like his face from like Witcher One to Witcher Two, I was like, what the fuck just happened here? <laughs> like, it's yeah, completely no. black and white. I've only I've only gotten a little bit into Witcher one. I haven't played a whole lot, but I've been enjoying it. It's you know, and and because uh, I, I when I wanted to go through the series, I th I thought about whether I wanted to start from one and work towards three, or go the opposite way and go three to one. But I figured it would probably be hard to go back to two or one after playing three. So I figured three will be like the reward at the end of the road for getting through. Yeah, chronologically, it, it's, so. it makes more sense to do it from Witcher one. I mean, because you you'll yeah. get a, a real good understanding of what's happening when you jump into Witcher two, which pretty much just starts you in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm gonna be playing a lot of this weekend. Um, uh, even though I did I did get a little turned up by seeing Geralt running like a lunatic with his sword in Witcher One, where he runs like this and like holds it over his head and like whacks. That's hilarious. It's <laughs> a little it's a little it's a little wacky looking. Um, but no, after the only other things I played, um, I played and reviewed uh, Life is Strange episode three and Game of Thrones episode four. Um, so Life is Strange went up and Game of Thrones should probably be coming up uh, coming up in the next like a couple days. Both good. Yeah, they're both good. Life is Strange, the latest episode, I think, was probably the best out of the series so far. Is my my favorite so far out of the three. Game of Thrones still tends to be a little inconsistent for me. Like it has some pretty like good episodes, okay. and then, yeah, I mean, like I guess like Game of Thrones, yes. But um, but the series, like I'm enjoying Game of Thrones. I don't enjoy it as much as some of Telltale's other series. I think it just has a lot of problems with pacing, and I don't really like how they've include how they've been incorporating the the characters from the show. Like I think it's just I think they're doing it in a good way. I just I just wish they maybe took a different approach where they didn't try and Sorry. tie it into the show. So kind of like Game of Thrones, then. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's still been good. I, I think this was a little bit one of the weaker episodes, but I'm looking forward to see where it goes. The Sons of Winter. Uh, Yaris, 
What? What? I, I'm kind of afraid to ask. You'll, you'll pull some crazy retro nonsense, but what have no, you No, no, dude. I have the, the retro scene has been put on hold for the time being. Uh, I haven't touched consoles in quite some time. Right now, I'm actually playing Witcher 2. Uh, like Ryan, I'm pretty much I'm going through the Witcher series again just to, before I just get my uh, feet wet with Witcher 3. So I'm, I'm halfway through Witcher 2 right now, which is an amazing game. Um, probably one of the best games I've played to date. Uh, and I'm pr pretty sure I'm Witcher 3, I'm going to say the same thing about as well. And I'm playing the Bioshock games all over again on PC. Ah, oh, nice. What's burned that? Uh, I don't know. Um, I, 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 I think I was looking at, so I think uh, an Unreal 4, like, engine mod, or, like, a, somebody created, like, the Bioshock world in Unreal 4 engine, and I'll just, like, take it back by this. So I decided to just explore the world again. I think the original Bioshock is still timeless. I think I could go back and play that game like over and over and still enjoy it as much as I did the first time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Bioshock 2, not so much. Um, but Bioshock Infinite, I could I could probably go back and enjoy too. I've wanted to go back and replay Infinite because I haven't really... Bioshock Infinite has the fucking craziest ending ever, but... Yeah, well, I think actually, because I played... Uh, I first played Bioshock Infinite on Xbox 360, which looked like crap, and now I have a PC that can handle it and run it at full specs, so that's kind of why I want to go back and play it to see it again, because it looks you great on the You do that. That's what I did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, before that, I mean, last, I think, like, two weeks ago, I beat the Half-Life games all over again. And for no reason, because it just pissed me off, so... <laughs> fucking gave New World this decade fucking time to release Half-Life 3. I hope you get the heart attack. So you were mad I really at Gabe. I, really I really don't. I'm sorry, Gabe. I love you. So, so just to be clear, you were mad at Gabe Newell, so you decided to play his games over again. No, 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 no. I was, I wasn't mad at him. I wasn't happy. I wasn't mad at him when during playing the game. I was mad at him after I played the game. Okay, I was like, oh, I'm going to enjoy this. this. Arr, hope it's you like really, that game. It's a really good game. I tried to get Joel to play it. I think he purchased the uh, Half-Life Orange pack for PS3, which the doesn't box. do the game. Yeah, the Orange, the orange box, 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 yeah. Which I don't think does the game any justice compared to PC. Just my opinion. Of Half-Life 2? or Half-Life 2, yeah. I think well, it's okay. Yeah. can play that game. It, this has been 15 years now, Yaris. Come on. Dude, it's like, like Ryan just said, it's a timeless game. Okay, but I'm saying you can run it on an iPhone now. <laughs> okay, then download for your iPhone. No, but I mean, I think Half-Life 2, like, I think it's more than just graphics. I think it's just, like, the presentation, especially the art direction and the style of the game is still, like, it's still, it's, st it's still one of the most, like, like, when I think of, like, first-person games, just games in general, that's still one of the ones that pops out at me the most is Half-Life. I mean, that's still, like, one of my all-time favorite games. It's a, it's a top five for me, so. Same. But I, I, I played that game, like, probably six or seven times now at this point, so. Yeah, I'm not that sad, but yeah, it's a good game. <laughs> awesome. I'm 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 in Joel's boat. I've been playing a lot of Witcher Three and Pool Effects Nation. Just kidding. Um, yeah, Witcher Three is still really good. I'm 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 maybe twenty hours in, and I feel like I just scratched the surface. Like I uh, I did kind of the way I played the same way I played Skyrim, and how I played Inquisition is like I know that this play area is a story quest, so I do all the other things surrounding it. And the Witcher world map has a ton of just, like, random question marks that could sometimes be a quest, or sometimes it's treasure, sometimes it's a bandit camp, sometimes it's hostages, sometimes it's a monster nest, sometimes it's whatever. So you, you can literally just decide, like, I'm going to head west for a while and see what happens, and you unlock villages, and they have contracts there. And, uh, yeah, this is I've, I've heard a lot of games. I, I've heard from people playing that it's basically like you finish one quest and then like four more quests will open up from that one that you complete and it's like it's like it's nuts yeah yeah because because there's so many because there's there's a couple of uh, 
I mean, it's 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 literally open world though, because I mean, Witcher Two, it's it's still, I mean, it's it's a massive world, but it's still static in the sense that you're, it's it's a linear. Yeah, uh, no, Witcher it's definitely open world. There's this right. one's a huge land mass that you can just kind of, you know, it, yeah, and I hated when they did that because uh, when Witcher, when we first started seeing the Witcher Three and people, were, you know, and they were demoing, it's like you see that mountain over there, you can go, haha, and then that became like the phrase to describe everyone's like open world RPG for a while. They did it with like Zelda, they did it with like Dragon Age, and it was just like, oh yeah, you see that thing over there? You can walk all the way over there. But yeah, it was The Witcher, I think it was The, the Witcher 3 demos that well, like that started that trend of like that PR speak of like, go anywhere you want. But yeah, it does, it does do that. And you know, I'm playing it on consoles, and I, I think it's got pretty good draw distances where you are like, yeah, I was, I was just in that weird light tower that it's like 100 miles away. Like, yeah, that's, I could walk there if I want, but why would you? Because your horse is awesome. I mean, he's also kind of a, a, a adult, but uh, I love Roach. I mean, uh, and Joel, I don't know. Have you had any horse issues while you were playing yet? Well, I love it when when I, I get like I'll jump off of him, and like I'll walk away like ten feet, and I'm whistling, and he's just standing like an idiot. Yeah. Like, Roach, get over here now! Get over here! Yeah. I'll kill you in front of these people. You're embarrassing me. Yeah, like I just killed I just killed a freaking harpy. Like I want to look like a badass as I trot out of town. Get over here right now, you idiot! And, and, he's like and hay. <laughs> That's really. Isn't Roach? Wait, isn't Roach the name of the the uh, other guy too, though? The dude that wears a diaper on his head. What's his name? La Roche. The dude that wears a diaper on his head. That's great. No, that's La Roche. He was the. That's La Roche. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> on his head. That that's kind of racist if they weren't make believe people. But um. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, all right, I think we're gonna call it here, guys. <laughs> that note, uh, I was joined this week by the 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 ever awesome. I don't know, I'm out of words at this night. Uh, Joel Tavares, thanks, man. Thank you for being. Thank you for having me on. Uh, I can always depend on Ryan to bring up amiibos. Thank you, Ryan. And Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers. I'm, I'm not gonna say anything because George is gonna good, get Good, good. So. And always the the static image of Yaris. Smiling like a douchebag. Yeah, thanks for having me, George. Appreciate it. I I hope that you figure out webcam at some point. I'm seriously, I'm I'm having a BMO on my Amazon cart, so I'm gonna add a webcam there too. I have my Mega Man. A log, yeah, a log of your Rockman. No, it's not. It's actually the US version, which is thirty two ninety nine right now on Amazon. So I'm gonna I'm gonna actually pay for that. Well, excuse me. Thank you guys for watching. We are the staff from DualShockers.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. You should subscribe on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We've been on iTunes this whole time. We didn't know, but we are. <laughs> so, so subscribe on all your iDevices. You can, you can listen. Uh, there's, there's stuff every other week, so you should do that. You should check out our website for news, reviews, sometimes videos. We do all weird stuff. and uh, No more T-shirts. And no more T-shirts, unfortunately. God damn it. No. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, but keep an eye out. We will have our uh, we will soon have our E3 prediction show. Where before me and Ryan fly off to California, eh? we're going. We still, got, we still got like three weeks. Yeah, like three uh, episodes. But I like teasing it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it'll be our. You know, I think the way it's going to work is we're going to run through all the conferences and be like, all right, what do you think they're going to show? And then we're going to be like Fallout 4. And be like, what if they don't show it? And then we'll kill ourselves. But. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, so yeah, that, that's what that show is going to be about. Uh, I think we're going to podcast during E3 also, so there's going to be a lot of just content just flying at your faces and your ears. 
So be be ready for that. Uh, and, uh, there'll be some joysticking with George's coming up this week. Uh, it's been rough because my computer decided not to capture video anymore. She said, nah, man, you like 60 frames per second? How's 15? There we go. Uh, so yeah, so once I figure out that solution, there'll be more going up. But uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I, I will have a Witcher 3 video up where I think I'm just going to head left. I'm going to pick a spot in the map and just go left for like 45 minutes and we'll see what happens. See what kind of trouble we get, Gerald. 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 Who's, who says Gerald? Who says Gerald? I think if you if you keep going, you're gonna wind up uh, in the areas that Dragon Age take place in, and there's gonna be a crazy cost crossover where where like yes. anything can happen. Yes, it's all the same universe. I love it. And uh, Gerald's just gonna kill everything. Just and, and just being indifferent. <laughs> Mutant. I made four gold. I don't care about your problems. <laughs> Poor Gerald. Where's Roach? <laughs> Get over here, Roach. You make me look bad. All right, guys. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. This week. Roach, is, Roach has special needs. Roach is a <laughs> dumb horse. Yeah. And I'm like my my Roach has blinders for so he doesn't freak out because I'm fighting wolves and he gets scared and he throws me off the horse. I'm like. And then he did that when I was fighting bandits, and I was like, I mean, these bandits... you can't see anything. You turn them into... I'm not even going to go there. Let's not even go there. Let's not go there. Let's just... End this. <laughs> I'm just saying I look bad in front of bandits, and they were just kind of like... <laughs> let's kill them. Oh, man. Guys, thanks for watching. This was Shockmaster 207. Uh, Ryan will put some clever name on it and some stupid header image. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Goodbye. Thanks, guys. We love you. Wow.